0: And now a Blaze Media podcast.
1: Welcome to Fat Pile Friday, Phone Call Friday, and uh, stories that just can't really be real. You know, I mean, I, I love them. Like uh, the story of the uh, Chinese man that's making the rounds now. That's, that's had a seven-inch-long glass bottle removed from his rectum. Rectum and down there killed him. Ouch. No, don't give me an ouch. ouch. I want a rim shot. Had a, had a. I want to get the rim shot. And I'll tell you when to play it. Then then I'll tell you when to play the ouch. You ready? All right. Had a glass bottle removed from his rectum. Rectum? It damn near killed him. Okay. Now he said that he accidentally inserted it into himself. Ouch. Thank you. Now he went to the doctor and he told doctors he was trying to use the container to scratch his itchy backside when it slipped into his body all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> come to a close uh of uh, another year decade and this is the uh well this is actually going to be the final chewing the fat of 2019 uh i wanted to talk to a few people and see how they're holding up and uh you know what's on their mind as the, the year comes to a close as the decade comes to a close and anthony uh from south carolina is on the line hello anthony how are you sir
0: jeffy this is
1: an honor sir oh the honor is all mine how are you wow i'm
0: doing well i was off at work off of work and i saw that we could call live on your live program (laughs) so i decided to call it excellent thank you here to dispute it
1: thank you i know it makes it even that much better absolutely Uh (laughs) absolutely so what's on your mind as we come close to another year i mean has it been a good year for you we're closing the decade out you're looking forward to the future or are you just Exhausted.
0: <laughs> Exhausted, sir. I know. Exhausted. I know. Um you know, to be honest, when, when did your first show on the blaze come out? Because I am shocked that by the end of the decade you're not on the top of the list.
1: I know, but that's you know, thank you for that and I appreciate it, but <laughs> uh, I know. I am not. So it's okay. I I'm I'm I, I'm barely on the list, my friend. It doesn't matter, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> well you're the you're the first one I you're the first live podcast that i listen to
1: every day thank you it's called a pat one you know whatever that guy's name is yeah i know i i I barely like him that's for sure i like him a lot more than i do Stu, but i barely like him um so i really seriously are you looking forward to next year are you excited about it or are you just kind of you really just i mean i I realize we're exhausted now but by the time the first of the year rolls around that exhaustion is going to hopefully look into maybe being positive right
0: Right, well right. And, and and you know the thing the thing that amazes me is how much technology we have and the information that we have constantly 24/7. And that's that's kind of one of the things that this decade really brought to the forefront.
1: Yes it has. You
0: know, we we, we don't we don't ever have to wait for anything and it shocks me to see new, see newspapers on people's driveways now.
1: Oh, no kidding. They're looked- already 48 hours behind did someone put a yellow piece of trash on my yard what is it oh wait that's a garbage. <laughs> it's a bag with some kind of paper in it okay
0: it's a, it's a dead tree i think i, know. I don't know
1: I mean. well the local papers are actually you know i they are more trying to sell ads and let you know what's going on in your neighborhood and your local stores and stuff like that i mean i kind of i understand that i do right and they you know they, right. they're making they're trying to make a living i get it i don't blame them uh yep. i don't blame them I and mean, that's the only way that you can do that now but as far as you know really newspapers i mean hey it's been a long time since i've actually been in a convenience store especially since i quit smoking now that i think about it i mean I go into a, a convenience store where you would see and even when i was still smoking a, a over a year ago you walk in and you see the rack with newspapers on it and you're like what
0: <laughs> why? <laughs>
1: and, and why
0: you, you gotta ask yourself why why is it there uh, is that
1: i know yeah i know. remember when they told us that uh all the technology and information uh at our hands would make people smarter anyway <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it doesn't seem to have but no, we'll roll with it no it hasn't
1: anthony thank you so much i appreciate it have uh you thank know a merry you. christmas happy new year and i appreciate you listening thank you thank you sir see you care um you know the the other thing that's uh happened in 2019 and i, oh, I should have should have asked anthony about it uh A new study out, nearly half of Americans claim they have had the best sex of their life in 2019. Uh, Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Poll of 2,000 sexually active Americans. Nearly half, 47%, say their sex life was better in 2019 than 2018. Oh, yeah. I mean... Take a moment, take a moment, and think to yourself, has this year been the best sex life year of my life? Now, I know my answer. It was a year for experimenting as one in six Americans tried phone sex for the very first time, and a further 29% tried using a toy for the first time, like the guy in China that was accidentally trying to scratch himself, itch himself. It was an itch. It was an itch. That's what it was. I was trying to scratch an itch. Uh huh. Of course, so were these other people. Twenty nine percent, for the first time, tried to use some kind of toy. Wow. What does the world come to? From having uh, results found from having that kind of sex. You know where the bottle was for the Chinese guy at the very first time using handcuffs and blindfold. This is turning into an adult conversation. Uh, so I'm going to try to. This is some of the study I, I haven't edited yet for uh, non-adults. So just bear with me. Uh, I may I may just go for it. I may just go for it. And I know many of you let your kids listen, and I love you for that. And uh, so, kids, put your headphones on. Go watch the YouTuber that we talked about yesterday that uh, telling you how to unbox toys. Go watch him. Okay. Uh, one in five. Had sex in their car for the very first time. Wow, one in six role played for the very first time. What are we, what Who what are they? What, what's the age group of their people that they're talking to on this study? Hold on, we got to find out the age group. They talked to two thousand sexually active Americans, but this is this can't be people of any substance age for any of these things you're doing for the first time 57% say skills in the bedroom have improved over the past 12 months 52% trying new positions a quarter of those surveyed have absolutely zero sexual regrets from the past 12 months well that's pretty good right 25% zero regrets who doesn't have regrets man I wish I hadn't have done that I just want to leave. I don't want to be here anymore. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that. 52% saying they and their partners tried new things. Uh, experimenting, trying new things. Being honest. Looking to put a spark back in is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Doc. When it comes to different positions uh 58% preferred one position you know like your pets and the other 37% preferred uh the regular church position and then uh 24% wanted to be uh wanted to be a cowgirl and uh <laughs> No, they did not want to be Camilla. No, no, they did not want to be Camilla. Uh, twenty-two percent. See, in sixty-nine, in thirty twenty-two, the top five, all the greats, adventurous. This is all that. I mean, it's been a good year. It's been a good year. This, this is, this is me editing for you. This is And if you can follow me on Twitter uh, at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook, Jeff Fisher radio, Instagram, Jeff Fisher radio. And I will, uh, tweet at Facebook, a link to this story so that you have an idea of what uh, 29% 24% of this. and 24% uh, and 79% were happy. So you'll understand exactly where I was editing as we get into the, the story of 2019 and nearly half of Americans, according to this study had the best sex of their life in the year 2019. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the best sex of uh, your life in the year 2019, um, the son of Hugh Hefner. You know, I think of signs of Hugh Hefner. I just tie it in there with like, Hugh all right, so Hugh Hefner, of course, passed away in September of 2017. I mean, I don't get any sad music for Hugh Hefner? I mean, okay. I mean, Hugh Hefner. Uh, the one th- the one thing that was, wasn't said when Hugh Hefner died. He's in a
0: better place.
1: He's in a better place now. No, no, he's not sorry i gotta let you down but no it's the one thing that never was anyway his son his son his son cooper is 28 now now cooper is you know he's got some playboy money still there's still some cash Might not it might be not as much as it used to be you know, let's run down a little bit you let it run down a little bit he lived large and uh, you know it's fine it was his money and his deal he got to do with it he's got the daughter running the business and they tried to change things up with not putting nudes in the magazine then they realized boy that was dumb and then they went back to put some nudes in the magazine and now Cooper was there but you know what and i think Cooper was the one if i remember one of the documentaries i saw that he lived next door to the Playboy mansion and Because Hugh, when he divorced and had the kids, he bought the mansion next door so his kids would be next door. And they had tunnels and stuff that would bring them over to the mansion. So they were always around when the parties were there. The kids would always sneak around. They had the animals. You know, Hugh had the damn near a zoo there on the property. So, I mean, this guy's had a great life. And he's 28 now. And... uh, He is now going to be in the Air Force. He joined the United States Air Force and is headed to basic training. Wow, I mean, wow! He inherited thirty-five million dollars worth of shares, so he's he's got a little cash. He's got a little money he was part of the it was part of the the playboy enterprises i mean he was the one he was the one it talks about in this story that realized man my sister is dumb for taking nudes out of the magazine we're gonna go ahead and put those back in he was the one that realized was smart enough to do that and now he stepped back you know what i'm done Uh, i'm gonna join the air force i mean on behalf of the country, thank you. Is Chris here all of a sudden? And boys give her the gun. Is Chris here all of a sudden? I gotta hear the Air Force music. You no, know, I'll tell you one thing though. You get ready, please, God, dear Lord, please put them down. Uh. Seriously. Nothing will stop
0: the United States Air
1: Force. Okay, uh, he hates the band members, so I'm, I know that Chris isn't here because he would be playing that. Uh, he hates the band members, but so anyway, Son has decided that he's going to leave the Playboy Enterprises, and he's in the Air Force now at 28. I mean, he's starting to get a little long in the tooth for the airport or for the Air Force for any military, and he's got all this to look forward to and now it's just nothing to him he's sad sad now listen i want to throw this out there this is just you know just me throwing it out there playboy enterprises if you need somebody to help you out while cooper's gone in the air force uh call me i'm here for you we'll make 2020 the best year ever for playboy enterprises that is something that I will promise from the bottom of my heart. We'll make 2020 the best year ever for Playboy Enterprises, or at least the best year it's had in a long time. All right, so I found this story. As long as we're, you know, coming to an end of uh, 2000. 19 headed into 2020 and you know this is the last uh this is the last chewing the fat for uh 2019 uh you can look for you know look i'm I'm gonna be you know i'll be doing some uh you know some instagram lives and some facebook lives and uh so uh, throughout the holidays and uh you know we'll still have some fun but for the specific chewing the fat shows uh you know we'll be back till after the first of the year i know i'm doing a couple of steve day shows i'm doing a couple of uh, shows uh, I might still be doing a couple shows in Tampa. I know I'm doing a Dana Lash show, uh, you know. So I'm still, I'll still be around. Warm your hearts. It's okay. Dry your eyes. I'll still be around. But uh, chewing the fat uh, won't be back till after the first of the year. So you know, I want to. You know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Love your family. Spread your love. Try to get in the spirit of the holidays. Love your family. And I'll end the show with my favorite Christmas song ever but i was looking at this list that popped up the 50 most popular women on the web per google search results from 2010 now that made me think well who the heck is the most searched women of 2019 right so the top nine of 2019 are pretty you know number nine is shakira i mean okay Number eight is Britney Spears. Oh yeah, because she's been you know whacked out of her brain even more this year. Uh, Miley Cyrus, another whack up. I mean, another person struggling as right, a star. Uh, number six, Keisha. Yeah. Number five, Madonna. They're still Google searching her because they want to know why she can't sell tickets to any of her shows. But uh, and she's in love with a 23 year old. But don't worry about that. Bless her heart for that. I mean, I ser- bless her heart for that. Uh, number four, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Big news on Kim too. As long as we're you know, as long as we're doing entertainment. Uh there's news out there that Kim and Kanye may be uh ready to break up. So I mean it might just be news. I don't know, you know, I just I just report it. Uh, I just report it. We don't have any breaking news from the street on Kim and Kanye or anything like that, but I'm just saying it's just the news that's out there. Kim and Kanye, you know, might be on the rocks and they're trying to Kim is trying to figure out how to how to maneuver through the waters. Number three for this year was Rihanna. Rihanna. Number two was Joanna Krupa. It's Krupa, I know. Get off me. And number one, searched female of 2019 on Google, Beyoncé. Wow. So what were the top ten in 2010, ten years ago? Number ten, April of it. Number nine, Paris Hilton. Number eight, Miley Cyrus. Also, still tra- still Google searching. Ten years later, good for her. Number seven. Oh, these are well. These are everyone. These are just women. I thought this were women. It says most shirts women, and then I've got Justin Bieber. We're counting him as a woman. Okay, you say so. Britney Spears on the list. Still on this list. Ten years later, holding strong. Rihanna. Beyonce, not number one, but still on the list. Madonna, still hanging in there. Keisha, Lady Gaga. Ooh, Lady Gaga was not trending this year. That's tough. Not in the top 10, anyway. I mean, let's. if you look at the top 50 from 2010, man, there's plenty of people still in the news, but they're not really, and they're probably about the same spot that they were Except for Sarah Palin, no way she's no way she's eighteenth anymore. She's lucky. To, she is no way she's in the top fifty. No way. Uh no way. Taylor Swift was twelfth. She's probably close to that now. Uh, Shakira was number one in this year and eleventh. So I mean, she's still working hard to climb the charts. Jessica Simpson, yeah, no way. She's she was nineteenth. No way she's nineteenth this year. No way. Although I. I was always a big fan of Jessica. I remember meeting, I've probably told the story about meeting her before. She did not, uh, (laughs) she didn't think I was funny. I thought I was funny. She came with her entourage to the station. She's carrying her little dog around and she's being Jessica Simpson, right? I mean, that's who she is. And uh, I came around the corner and there she is. She's just standing there with her little puppy. I'm like, hey, Jessica, how you doing? Seriously. Stop looking at me like that when you're on TV. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing me. She looked at me like she wanted. To, she could not get farther away from me faster. And I just turned around and walked away. That was fantastic. And there's no way she ever remembers that. But I just I love the idea of seeing the look on her face, Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Hey, good to see you. Thanks for being here. Please. Stop looking at me like that on TV. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing me. (music) Chewing the Fat is the name of the podcast, and that's the show that you should subscribe to. Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Just go to the platform of your choice and subscribe. Be a subscriber. It's free for right now. And the easiest way to do that is go to theblaze.com slash podcast, click on Chewing the Fat, and then uh, find the platform of your choice, click on it, subscribe. And now you're a subscription freeloader. And that makes you in the elite of subscribers. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So, a thief... And this is part of the shoplifting is a big deal, especially this time of year. I mean, shoplifting is huge. And with cameras everywhere, it's tough. You know, I don't know if you know this. I worked in a grocery store for many years in Florida. No, I know. I know it's a surprise. I don't talk about it much. But uh, shoplifting was a big deal. And you could catch people used to, uh, one of my favorite ways that one uh, type of shoplifter used to come in, they would come in and they would take the cart and they go down the grocery aisle, they go down the uh, cereal aisle and they take several cereal boxes and they put them in the cart only they line them up as like a wall around the outside of the shopping cart and they drive around and they you know they push around and they put some stuff in the shopping cart that they want and they go down the meat aisle or whatever and they put some stuff in there and then they scroll back around they scroll back around to uh, the store and then they take out the meat stuff it down their pants and and they stuff it you know so they're walking out with big hunks of meat in their pants and you know a, a bags of rice <laughs> no, but that's not what they're thinking at all, at least I don't think so. They're thinking that's was way before that. They might be thinking about that once they get home with the product, but they're not thinking about that in the grocery store. so this thief uh in Riverside, California is uh was viewed at the uh, Vaughn's market in Riverside, who doesn't love Vaughn's market in riverside uh came in the store three times in the span of fifteen minutes and he stuffed a total of thirty bags of frozen shrimp down his pants. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that it was ouch, it was freaking cold though, I'll tell you that. I mean, but frozen stuff down your pants like that. So uh each time he went to the frozen food section, uh, stuffed the shrimp down his pants, and then walked out <laughs> and walked out of the store. And uh they's like five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks worth of shrimp stuffed down this guy's pants, at three times. So uh, they have the security footage, and they're busy, busy looking for him. I mean, back in the day, when uh, I worked at the grocery stores for shoplifters, it was way before you know digital pictures and any of that. We used to, you know, snap pictures, uh, snap pictures of the the. Shoplifters, and we'd give them uh you know trespass warrants so they couldn't come back in and uh it was just you know just a strange way of doing things, but people tried to steal a number of things, and who among us haven't shoplifted before? I remember once now nah, don't raise your hand like you haven't shoplifted everybody's taken something from somewhere just to see if they could, just to see if they could get away with it, and that's clear was, please, but uh I remember once as a little kid. Getting busted for shoplifting at a store.
0: Guilty guilty, 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 I don't
1: know that I've ever told this story before. This, and I remember I was in there with my friends and we were, you know, cruising the store and deep pocketing stuff. And then as we go to go out, we get stopped by the store security and they drag us into the back and open to the security <laughs> office. Now, I still had a giant bag of M&Ms in my sock. All right they didn't know that they made me you know i had other stuff in my jacket and stuff so i I gave i turned those in but i left the bag of m&ms in my sock and i sat there at the desk and listened to them hollering and tell me that i couldn't come in shopping with into the store anymore and and i couldn't even come into that store anymore if i came in with my parents all right i had to they weren't going to tell my parents but i was going to have to tell them if my parents wanted to come to that store because i couldn't come into that store and i knew That if I were to come into that store with my parents, there's no way they're saying anything. They may be watching closely if they remembered and if the same security person was working, but there's no way. I mean, I'm sorry. There's just no way. But uh, the whole time, I've got this big bag of M&M's in my sock. And he walked us out, and I remember being so happy, hopping on my bike and riding away, thinking, oh, yeah. And not that kind of, oh yeah, that uh, I've got, uh, I still got a bag of M&M's. I felt kind of bad about that thought, my whole life, I want to apologize to that store. That store's out of business now, and it's probably out of business because of the bag of M&M's that I took. So, I will never let it happen again. I apologize. I do, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. No, really, I, I apologize from the bottom of my heart so i'm looking at this list of uh, television shows coming to an end uh, as we end the 2019 year and we review some of the things that happened and some of the things that we thought were going to happen or at least people predicted were going to happen and didn't in the last couple days um you know a couple of shows are just coming to an end right mr robot and the good place and madam secretary but some of the shows just get the axe and I was looking at this list like some of them no wonder they got the axe because even I as a TV aficionado uh didn't even remember some of these shows like Pearson uh oh great I guess it's a Suits spin-off starring uh, Gina Torres uh okay uh Good luck God bless Lodge 49 all the previews on Lodge 49 I actually I actually remember like oh, I got to watch that but I just never did uh the in between oh yeah agonizing that was on nbc it was agonizing from the beginning it got some of the lowest ratings ever uh have a nice day we, you know we're just gone uh grand hotel yeah agonizing spike lee's she gotta have it okay i mean that that's agonizing it was now uh, it was over at netflix for uh season two and then uh even netflix was like nah, we're done have a nice day take care of yourself uh the adaptation, the new Murphy Brown, ag- that show was agonizing from the beginning. It was just I couldn't take it, and and they even d- dragged in Hillary Clinton for the special scene. It was ridiculous. Remember that oh the Hillary Clinton scene with Murphy Brown and Hillary Clinton was just horrific, and she walks in off the. Ho- I no, I have to stop now because it was just I don't want to get too political but the murphy brown episodes you know definitely were political and they were so good i know i know, you know that's enough i'm stopping it was just good riddance uh the fix yeah gone the story of Marsha clark produced the legal thriller the fix uh you know okay marcia you know we kind of like you and you did your oj thing you've been around for a bunch of years but uh good luck god bless last call with carson daly boy what a shame i don't know what we'll do uh We'll do without that show he was on for 17 years 17 years for that god awful show we are you and i are doing something wrong when that show is on for 17 years and uh, it's done fuller house oh no i know i know it's over and that was even that's because uh laurie 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 pay my tuition laurie uh you yeah, have a nice day designated survivor year one great i'll even give you year two but uh after third season and then was trying to go into its fourth season now nah, it's over that was Keith, Keifer sullivan it's, you know the premise was great it should have been a limited or short series and been done with it uh then you have elementary uh, that show was actually on for a while i remember trying to get into that show and it just never was it was seven seasons that show's gonna make them all kinds of money in syndication. Seven years, that's what you need, man. You get seven years, you're knocking out some syndication money. And it, the show was just eh. Just eh. Then you had Ransom, oh, CBS, oh, that even went three seasons. And it was still eh. The Ranch on Netflix, there's a show that everyone ran and raved about. And I did my very best. To try to get into that show, no, couldn't do it. The new nine hundred two one zero, what's her face, really tried to make that work because she's broke, man. Tori Spelling, she's broke, spent all of Daddy's money, lived large like a queen for years. Daddy died and the money dried up, and now so she tried to make some more money. Man, good luck, God bless her and hubby are living in Hawaii or something. It's just agonizing. Modern Family. Wow modern family eleventh season eleventh and final season good for them that's there's another show I mean syndication for that show is huge the good place that stopped you know my wife I'm forced to watch that show the good place because she kind of likes it and what's her face in it uh she's in a lot of stuff yeah christian Bell she's uh she you know in the good place she was she's busy man she's done a lot of stuff remember uh veronica she's still doing Veronica Mars which is uh I mean that's that show's got 70, 80 episodes now. Uh, the good place was, you know, fifty some episodes. I mean, for her, that's huge. She's in another TV series that's uh, getting started now called uh, Do Re Me. All right, good luck, God bless. But she's a she's a busy actress. She does she does a lot of she's working a lot, man. Love that show up. Learn your lines. Last Man Standing with Tim Allen. I feel bad. I don't even know what that show is. I feel bad on NBC. What is that uh, freshman comedy that aired earlier this year on NBC? It aired 13 episodes. It didn't gain any traction. That's because it sucked. Add in the mediocre reviews. Nobody knew when it was on, and it's over. Have a nice day. The kids are all right. Goodbye. The cool kids. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Proven innocent. How many how many seasons is Proven Innocent? I tried to get into that show. And the the premise is kinda good. But it just didn't quite have it on Fox. How many is that just one season for Proven Innocent? Yeah, it was just one season. Wow. I mean I I really I really kind of tried to get into that and it just didn't quite have it. Smilf, Santa Clarita Diet. Santa die. Diet's been around for a while. Yeah, third season, yeah. Lethal Weapon, no, stop it. You're not going to, you know, everyone knows that. You're not going to do that. Uh, there's plenty of shows saying about Look, this we are in great times on uh, content and uh, television shows, or at least shows, whether you want to, you know, you call them television shows, but we have so many places creating great content for shows. The problem is, is that, All these networks still have to provide content that a lot of times not good it's just fill content so if you can just do content that's good then that will help you what a novel concept you mean like the blaze You know one of the things that's coming and it's already kind of here uh you know i mean we have the we have the our, our smartphones and our fitbits and you know we have all our health watches and our health phones and we're able to do things you know through the through our computer systems you know in uh madison wisconsin uh at the university of wisconsin in madison uh, two scientists have created a smart toilet that's going to become you know a tool to monitor your health. And you know they're going to do it for your safety and health to start because it will give you early signs of, you know, cancer, diabetes, and when you have health things going wrong. But really, inside the story of their of their study, they talk about uh, you know, they did uh 10 days of uh their samples and It unveiled, according to them, an evolving snapshot of their day-to-day health. And we think a lot this idea of personalized medicine. Uh, By looking at people's urine, you can really get a a nice picture of what's in the blood. And we can find out how much alcohol, coffee, how much over-the-counter medication, what they need. So that's where we're at. It's not going to be so much. I mean, this is going to be insurance companies are going to mandate Health insurance companies are going to mandate you have the smart toilet, man. It is coming. It is coming. We're going to find out that we want to know everything we can about you. Now, you don't have to have it. Did I say mandate? I meant uh, they're going to strongly suggest because you don't have to. You don't have to. You're just going to, well, you're going to pay a lot more if you don't. But you don't have to. Uh, We don't have to know everything we possibly can about what's going on uh, with your health and what medication and pills and food and drink that you're putting into your body, how much you're running, how much you're walking, how much you're sleeping, how much you're awake, how many times you're actually urinating during the day. You don't have to do that. We don't have to know that. But we're going to charge you so much money if you don't. If you don't, it just won't be worth it. Sounds like
0: you're in trouble.
1: Somebody should have flushed that joke right down the toilet. Oh, thank you. I don't want to sound mean. I know it's the holidays and, uh, you know, it's, you know, were supposed to be in a good mood and giving and helping people, but did I mention I was in Louisville, Kentucky uh, the other day, and I lost a gold bar. I gave the Salvation Army a couple of some change coming out of the store, and then I got home and I realized, what did I do with that gold bar I had in my pocket? Oh, I didn't accidentally drop that in the Salvation Army's kettle, did I? Now, is it mean of me to think that Salvation Army, if I go there, I say, you know, I didn't mean to give you the gold bar. I just want it back. I mean, how how nice is that? A gold bar, about $1,500 worth, uh, was among the donations in one of the kettles uh, outside a store in Louisville, Kentucky uh, at uh, a Kroger store. That's, I mean, that is proof that America still wants to give and help people, no question. Uh, Now, I know people get a little upset with the Salvation Army and they're out there ringing their bells and they've got their buckets and stuff, but it works. It works and they're helping people. And guess what? They, it doesn't matter whether what kind of person they are or what kind of sex or what who, what kind of sex they want to have or what kind of sex they think they are. They still help everyone. It's a wonderful thing. But hey, I digress. Anyway, they were all happy that they got the $1500 gold bar at Salvation Army. Kind of cool. And I what I like most about it, I think, is that it was just put in the bucket. It wasn't some guy taking a picture saying, "I'm giving my gold bar to the Salvation Army so that he could get credit for it." It was just I mean, that's the way you're supposed to give, right? And it's a matter of what the, and it doesn't matter really what the Salvation Army does with it, although it does to, the, you know, that person. But like when you give I always had the argument of giving money to homeless people. Well, they're just going to go get a beer with it. So I'm giving my money to them because I feel better about giving them money and I want to help them. What they do with it is what they do with it. I I I don't care. I can't do anything about that. That's fine. I still want them to have the money. And I don't want to have – you know, there was a story the other day about uh, uh people who were giving a, a waitress money – Uh, They went in, and each person at the table gave the waitress $100. I don't have it in front of me. But they made her open the envelope in front of them, and they made a big deal about it, and they interviewed her. I mean, that was all about them. That wasn't about about giving. It was all about them. And look how good we are for giving. It wasn't about trying to help someone. And that's kind of sad. That's kind of (laughs) sad. And didn't we call it? We called it. It's going to happen. You knew it was going to happen, and it's kind of agonizing. But the United States of America pageants is being sued now by a beauty queen that goes by the name of Anita Green. Now, Anita Green is biologically male and transgender because he believes that he's a she. Well, she was denied. He was denied a chance to compete in Miss Oregon pageant because of his sex. Now he's claiming discrimination. He's attempting to force the pageant to change the rules, and is still seeking money. It's about giving minorities a voice. Green claims, "Is it? I believe I'm beautiful." And I want to set an example for all women, cisgender and transgender. Beauty doesn't have to fit into specific molds. Well, no, it doesn't. And you can still set an example, just not in this beauty pageant. You have to actually be a female to be in this beauty pageant. Okay, baby? The eligibility requirements, you've got to be between 13 and 17 years of age. A U.S. citizen or permanent residency, I mean, that's almost bad in itself right there, Uh, works or goes to school in the state they are competing, natural-born female, has never posed nude in film or print media, is single, not married, has never been married, and has never given birth. Oh, my gosh. The hatred of the United States of America pageants. I mean, it's coming. We're not this just gonna be higgly piggly, throw it out there, it's not gonna matter. You're not gonna be able to know who's male, who's female, what's that? This is gonna be it's just a, it's a pageant of who looks the best and who's the smartest and it's just Start your own pageant. Anita, start your own pageant. The America Transgender Beauty Pageant. Do that. But that won't be good enough, will it? No, because you've got to infiltrate everything. So if you haven't got your Christmas decorations up, you probably aren't gonna put any up, right? Now's the time. Don't try to just jerry rig a couple of bushes out front with a you know, a couple of strands of lights, thinking, Oh just that's my Christmas decorations. Just it's better off that you don't do anything. Because the other neighbors that have done massive amounts of Christmas lights are all going to look at you going, holy cow, what a loser. I mean, it just looks sad. Somebody needs to tell them, take them down. But the big thing now is, uh, you know, the inflatables. Everybody's got the inflatables. And and some of them are cute, and it's nice. And they got the little yard inflatables and the little... Santa in the sleigh, Santa in the you know the pickup truck, and you got the little reindeer and the little snowmen, in fact, I may even have a couple of the snowmen and santas in the you know we've got I've got so much Christmas stuff, and uh but i haven't done i haven't put any outdoor decorations or anything this year, so I'm good okay good, yeah, that's right, I'm good, and uh I'm just the house in the neighborhood that's dark. All right, no problem. Because there's plenty of houses that went all out in my new neighborhood, man. They definitely went all out. So the new guy doesn't have any lights. That's right, I don't. But there's a story about a guy in uh, in the United Kingdom that wanted to get a little inflatable Santa because he's got a new baby and he thought it'd be fun and it'd be you know it'd be fun to get an inflatable Santa in front of the house. So hopped on eBay and he figured he'd. Figured he spent about a hundred bucks, got a little eight foot inflatable Santa, and uh, he's good to go. So uh, the box comes, and he thinks to himself, "Well, it looks a little bit, a little bit bigger than uh, you know, a little eight foot Santa." But uh, we'll take a look at it, get it out, spread it out, start putting some air in it. Yeah, except uh it wasn't eight feet. It was twenty six feet. It was eight meters. <laughs> you know, giant business Santa Claus in front of his house and he lives in and look, I, there's nothing bad about where he lives, but it's just a small little two story home. You have seen him in if you if you you know, you're familiar with the United Kingdom. A lot of neighborhoods are, you know, the houses are connected and they're just double houses too high and they're all together. And that's where he lives, right? He's got a little driveway there and it comes up. He's got this giant 20-foot-six Santa Claus right in front of the house. It's fantastic. When you think to yourself, you wouldn't want to do this, but when you see it, you think, yeah, I want to do that. He had to bring the neighbors in and they've tied it down. Now they have like five of his neighbors rope it down. Cause there was and he talks about it getting windy and it was trying to started to blow away because it was so big so now he's just the crazy neighbor with the 26 foot santa. I love that in fact, I mean I want like three of these in front of my house now there's three giant 26 feet santas that'd be kind of cool maybe you have more than three maybe you have a, you know a couple around the side, a couple around the front and that's all you have is these 26 foot santas uh, that my friends would be kind of cool except you, know, you take some serious you need some serious power to inflate those bad boys man you got to have the generators running 24 7 to keep those boys up put some air in it makes sure the air keeps going the inflatables all keep you got to run out and turn the engine back on blow them back up and up they go and then. then they're always falling down in the yard. You got to go turn the thing out again. So you end up just leaving leaving it run. Just put them out there. You tie it down. You turn on the machine. And, you know, you walk outside your house and all you hear is. And it's just the machines keeping the air in these damn inflatables. The whole neighborhood at night. So, I mean, if you had a few of those around the house, you'd be running some serious generator power. But it would be fun to have, like, five 25-foot Santas all around your house. Nothing, nothing, my friends, says Merry Christmas from Chewing the Fat to you than five 25-foot Santas.
0: Download and subscribe to more content
1: at TheBlaze.com slash podcasts. All right, since this is the last uh, show, the last Chewing the Fat for 2019 and uh, we're heading into Christmas and the holidays uh I did want to say thank you thanks to all of you that uh have listened to Chewing the Fat this year and uh if you're new to Chewing the Fat thank you too uh and if you're listening and you haven't become a subscriber I mean make my Christmas all right make my Christmas and subscribe so Go to theblaze.com slash podcast and click on Chewing the Fat and subscribe to whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart for the holidays, okay? But I did want to wish you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I hope you enjoy your family and your friends and make everything, I hope everything works out the way you want it to work out. Uh, Live your American dream. That's the one thing that I want this show to be, uh, I want you to know that I believe that you should live your American dream. Not somebody else's. Live yours. And I wanted to leave you with my favorite holiday song uh, from the CD Believe. And it is uh, David Osmond along with Clyde Bowden. And uh, it's Oh Come All You Faithful. And I listen to the song year-round, yet it means a lot more this time of year. So just enjoy it, and have a Merry Christmas, and thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Oh, come all ye faithful, joy. Oh so good. Merry Christmas and much love from Chewing the Fat.